Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. like a singy moment like open with a little song because i feel like a little disney plus on my heart okay i don't know but i don't <laughs> i can't think of anything to sing i should have thought of a disney song but like a deep cut maybe next week welcome back niggas and friends mm-hmm. and others yes because not all of y'all are niggas and not all of y'all are our friends that's true <laughs> So welcome to all of you for returning to the show. This is The Read. I am Aoki Lee. And I am Mojo Jojo. (laughs) And this is The Read. Like I said, thank you so much for coming back. Yes, welcome back once again. Well, it is the 15th of November. Mm -hmm. And this is the wellness check. I'm going to do it. I wonder if I can ask my mama. I guarantee you if I ask my mom right now which what the lady name was in our church that always did the well, mm-hmm. like cause there was the one. Yep. And I'm sure if I if I do it for my mom, she will crack up laughing and then she'll <laughs> tell me who what that lady name was specifically, which I won't repeat on the podcast. I just I hope she knows that she's an icon for mm-hmm. me culturally. Yeah, I get that. How are you feeling this week? Um, I'm okay. It was a it was a rough week in some spots emotionally. I've been um dealing with a lot. The Kiki Palmer news hit me in a way that I didn't think it would. So it took me a while I to consider kinda, that. Yeah, it took me a while to kind of bounce back from that. But um, you know, otherwise I am feeling feeling pretty good, feeling hopeful about what's going on now and what's to come. What about you? Because we're hopeful. Yes, yes I am hopeful, hopeful for today. Take this music. Music and use it. Let, let it, it take you away. And be and be hopeful. Come on. Hopeful. That's it. And, and you might go away. I know. I know. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. <laughs> But that's okay. okay. Well, you tried. I did. <laughs> um, I'm like struggling, but I'm also uh, I don't know. I've made promises to myself. Okay. And to those around me. Um and I think, you know, like I had a really, I had a moment, 
Y'all know I don't care. I will talk about all the dark shit going on in my mm-hmm. life and laugh about it. So please don't feel that type of way. I definitely had a moment on the the like within the last week where I came home from a night out and I just <laughs> laid down, pitch black in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I just laid down on the ground next to the bed. I didn't even have the energy to get into it. Mm-hmm. And I just started crying. And I said, God, I can't do this no more. Like, why? Please don't let me wake up. Like, I'm just, I'm so exhausted. I can't. Why am I still doing this? Why, why, why? And I cried. And I sat there. And I did my little exhale into the rug. And then God said... Okay, girl, get up. <laughs> like, you got that out? Mm. Heard you. All right, get up because the bed is directly next to you, and I promise it's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. All right, let's revisit this in the morning. And so that's what I did. I got my fat ass up <laughs> and I got. <laughs> and you got it in so, bed like you were supposed to do. The next day, I get, you know, I watched some. I don't know, whatever. I've been watching Chainsaw Man. Mm. I finished the first Alan Wake. Um, okay. That was the game that someone asked about randomly the other day. Remember I described that game as about a writer? A video game about a writer. It's mm. kind of a scary game that you... Oh, yeah. And so immediately I stopped listening. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just started the second one and it's so good already. Um, mm. And so, yeah, you know, I'm like, it, this, this life is hard. And it's where you have like the perspective that that we do with this age. And I think also when we're not like um, complete, selfish, violent assholes who don't care about anything but our our own progression or, or successes. Uh, okay. They're just being regular, empathetic, yeah, basic human beings. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like, God, hmm. my own life individually, rough. Here and there. But then also, babies dying by the thousands every single day right now. So horrific. It is so bad. And with the news of what's going on, what's happening to the people in Palestine, other people have been like, yes, and please pay attention to what's going on in Sudan. And please pay attention to what's going on. And it's like the unspeakable fucking horrors that human beings are committing against each other for money land oil i mean it all goes back to money really it's just oh god it's overwhelming tell you a video game joke really quick yeah i love that the latest mortal Kombat. i think this is like a a call back to an old thing there's a robot ninja cyrax right you know everybody has fatalities which are usually Mm -hmm. some gruesome thing I did not know this, or maybe I forgot, but in the latest one, when you use Cyrax's fatality, he basically has a whole bunch of bombs that come out of his body and surround the opponent. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, they're going to blow this person up into bits, right? It zooms out, shows the entire planet Earth (laughs) explode (laughs) into pieces. Cyrax said, fuck all of this shit. (laughs) Not just you. But literally you and everyone like you. <laughs> I'm just like, damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's heavy. Because, it you know, I, I I get blissful ignorance. I get people, you know, not wanting mm-hmm. to care. And 
especially the people who are privileged enough to not yeah. give a fuck and not be affected by mm-hmm. it. But it's like, I'm not one of those people. I'm also not interested in being one of those people. And so by virtue of just existing as that, God, I'm tired. Right. And also old. Not old, but I do feel you, especially when you think about just how much bad news there is in the world. I think, I mean, part of the problem with being blissfully ignorant or like being so privileged that you don't have to worry about what's going on is that you are much more likely to say something very stupid. That's true. Or to come down on the side of the oppressor, even though you don't. Even though if you really knew what was going on, you wouldn't say that or do that or feel that way. So it's like there's a certain amount of you know, being able to look at your life, literally check your privilege and be like, girl, like, (laughs) let me just take a peek outside of what's going on in my bubble and make sure that I'm aware about what's going on in the world. So I'm not out here moving in a stupid ass way that I'll regret. That is important. Exactly. And not enough rich, famous people do that. Amen. So. Well, let's get into some black excellence this week. Um, I'm going to give it to one very deserved, uh, performing artist, um, who's just been nominated for a Grammy. Her name is Hazel Monet. Ah! Hazel! Daughter of seven Grammy nominee holding singer-songwriter Victoria Monet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hazel is two and a half years old (laughs) and is now the youngest nominee for a Grammy to ever exist. Mm -hmm. You can find her on um, her mom's latest album on a track called Hollywood, which also features... Earth, Wind, and Fire. That Victoria Monet really knows what she's doing. <laughs> I, I just, yes. Mm-hmm. That's not words. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, yes. Yeah, no, I feel you. I loved the first Jaguar album. I loved the mm-hmm. instrumentation. I loved the writing. I loved all of it. You know what I mean? So I was already very, like, very much anticipating something that you named Jaguar, too. To me, that's a big mm-hmm. statement. Yeah, it is. And it lives up to it completely. But it's like, now your two-year-old daughter is the youngest Grammy nominee ever. That's so much. (laughs) Alongside being able to say that, yeah, at two, if she was even two yet when they recorded this. Probably not. (laughs) uh, I was featured on a song with Earth, Wind, and Fucking Fire. Yeah. What? Yeah. I love that for for Black kids. Mm -hmm. I just love them being able to just have access. Mm -hmm. I love seeing that. I wish they all did. And she is the sweetest, smartest little baby. Like, she might be two years old, but Hazel Hazel Monet is putting together complicated sentences and complex thought. Like she speaks more coherently than Meek Mill does. She is <laughs> fully more verbal, has a larger vocabulary, has better pronunciation. Did you see the video of her remixing I Look Good with Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? No. There's a video of her and Victoria's like, can you sing it? And she's like, oh, my mama, oh, my hood, twinkle, twinkle, little star. And it's like, 
you know, obviously she's getting, you know, some wires are getting crossed there, but it's so, so fucking adorable. And she's just the cutest child. (laughs) (laughs) And then she burped in the camera. Victoria was like, y'all are getting it all today. Like, (laughs) she is just, yeah. Victoria calls her a little baby genius. And I, I have to agree, just based off the clips that her parents share, I... I stand a Hazel Monet and yeah, very happy for them over there. The whole video she put out of like, you know, reacting to all the nominations was so sweet. I'm always rooting for her. And I thought about how hating ass MTV told her it was too early in her career to perform at the VMAs. Because of course, everybody was like, why is Victoria not on stage at the VMAs? And Victoria said herself on Twitter, MTV told my team that it was too early in my career for me to be on stage you at the VMA this very year no a few months untruthing. ago a few months ago MTV told Victoria Monet that and now look <laughs> y'all play too much you are lying played in her fucking face had people we ain't never heard of on the stage over Victoria goddamn Monet what the fuck are you talking about oh they know now they know now <laughs> I hope she don't Ever, ever touch that goddamn stage. Ever. I hope she don't ever do the VMAs. <laughs> ever. Like, not I ever. hope she never touches a VMA yeah. stage. Yeah, they just Like, y'all are literally looking at somebody who's going to be fucking shit up for quite a mm-hmm, while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and is only about to get even bigger and bigger and bigger. Right, right. How ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's right. I can't believe I never heard that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I personally could not believe the level of disrespect, but for this to happen just a few months later had to, you know, feel so good for her. I just, yeah, such a fan. So. All right. Let's jump into the pop culture segment that we call Hot Tops, Trolls Bottom Together. (laughs) Oh, I, never mind. (laughs) I recognize that as a name of a movie, so I was about to say, oh, I went inside of Marvel's, but that's not the same movie, so. Just um, yeah, trolls band together is a movie about them trolls. Them being a boy band, I guess. I guess something like that. I really don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to see that. That's too much for kids. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What did you think of the Marvels? I didn't really fully understand what was going on. I didn't Um, think you would. (laughs) But Asante was with me, and he didn't like it. So I was like, okay. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what exactly he didn't like about it, but you know, I was entertained. I was just clueless. Yeah. Did you you didn't see the first Captain Marvel? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. I did cuz that was when I was vindicated. Right. <laughs> and y'all found Our out that I was pronoun- <sighs> All right. Well, here we go again. Like And you didn't see WandaVision? I did not see that. But I do know um, that Erica done it last. No, it was Agatha all along. <laughs> Erica done it last. I was trying to think of what the saying was that y'all kept saying over and over again. And Erica. <laughs> it was done Agatha it all along. Don't do me. <laughs> well, that's the title of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I completely get that. I had a really good time with mm-hmm. it, personally. Okay. I'm biased. I've said before, Captain Marvel is one of my favorite um, superheroes because she's basically Superman and Goku. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But then the exciting thing about this, 
uh, movie for me was getting to real. I love Miss Marvel. I think the actor's name is Iman Villani from Google. Oh, the girl yes. Who played. She was so cute. She's so great. Um, she's an actual Marvel fan, which lines up so well with the character who is a fan of all of the Avengers mm-hmm. and stuff. So she's great. But the thing I love so much about her inclusion in the MCU and her show is her family. The lady who plays her mom, I th- almost feel like that the, this girl really came out of her body. Like, she oh, feels like yeah, that is, is really good. her mama. Okay. The, they're so good in the show. They were just as as likable in the show for me, so that was nice. But the big, big, big draw for me was finally getting to see Tiana Paris. Yes, and I did. Girl. Now, we did love that. I do know yeah. that. I think maybe, I don't know if Asante's issue was the storyline or something, but I kind of thought it was cute how she was like mad at her white auntie for, oh, wait, sorry. I don't want to do spoilers. Y'all probably haven't seen it. I mean, that's not really a big spoiler. Oh, but, I mean, okay. if you follow enough of it, yeah, it's okay. kind of implied. She's well, so yeah. So I actually, you know, I was like, oh, I remember this. Like, I was proud of myself. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, and also to be fair, I was under the influence at the movies, so I wasn't really in the right state of mind to be remembering a whole bunch of things. Of going. Um, but yeah, I would go again. Go to the movie supper? I would go. <laughs> I'm definitely going again. I would go again. Yeah, I had a fun. Director's also black. I think yes. the only or first black female director mm-hmm. for um, an MCU project. Yeah. I think they did a good job. All of the action scenes to me were really, really fun. Tiana, I, I don't want to sexualize you, girl, but <laughs> the thickness. <laughs> like, she looked so good in that suit. Oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. I loved her. They didn't really pick the name. I, I think she's gonna go by Photon mm. as a, her superhero name, I think. But, anyways, she was like, that. I, I really wanted to see them all fight together. And even the, the antagonist, the villain, was fun for me. Yeah, I did like her. But if she's Photon, kind of scary. If she's Photon, who's gonna be Electron? <laughs> I'm gonna let you have that. I'm just not even gonna. What are Ethan said? <laughs> That's for the bitches who went to school. <laughs> <laughs> you can't wax and Chrissy. Um, God, I miss that. Can we get got to be real on, on Blu-ray home video? <laughs> we deserve. <laughs> I need a 4K collection. <laughs> um. Okay, let's say nice things first. I like. Her, I specifically pulled a couple of little news things that I thought, hey, maybe this will make you okay, smile. Okay, I love joy. And then we'll do the rest. Um, first thing, you talked about gorgeous, talented kids. Did you see the video of Danielle Brooks at the movies? <gasps> no. Let me find it right now. Danielle Brooks posted a, a video on her Instagram of when she took her daughter to see Little Mermaid and her daughter's reaction to seeing her mommy in the trailer for the Color Purple movie. Oh. I I know you did. I know you was on the weeping. floor. <laughs> weeping. I know you was. It was such a, like genuine pure reaction she was so excited and like gagged to see her mom like what the hell is my mom doing like which is funny because the screenshot or um like the screenshot that she uses for the video is the baby on set of the movie oh it is (laughs) it is yeah oh so like she's been 
but she just did not expect that. She gagged. She's so face. excited. She's looking around like, do y'all see my? Do y'all like, see, that's, girl? That's, that's her you, right, girl. She's, she's right here. <laughs> That's my mama. Like, oh my god, that is so. And her little princess outfit. Right. Uh, look she at thought she the... was just coming there to see Ariel, and she got to see her mama. Oh, I love on that screen too. Oh so much. Oh, that is yeah. so sweet. Oh. I was like, oh yeah, I'm starting hot tops with this. Yeah, we all deserve a little feel. Yes, and I follow her, so I don't know how I didn't see it. Instagram is so fucking weird, man. All the algorithms are genuinely working against us. Yeah, they are. They are, because this don't make no fucking, like, I want to see that. But anyway, um, uh-huh. fucking adorable. Oh, that's so sweet. The sh- <laughs> After the strike was over, I was like, damn, I followed a lot more actors than I thought I did. Because yeah. the, <laughs> the sheer amount of content that niggas have been sitting on. <laughs> yeah. Just waiting. I knew it was coming, too. Yeah. Like... I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, that's so sweet. Oh, I love that. Um, here's something that should put a smile on your face. Um, apparently, Boosie took to Twitter. Oh, no. On November the 7th, uh, pleading for help finding his ankle monitor. He tweeted, I was on a Delta flight. I'm now not going to this... say all that. <laughs> Coming from Atlanta to L.A. and my ankle monitor charger slipped off my leg. Uh. <laughs> so the charger for the ankle monitor. Interesting. It's either in Atlanta airport or LAX. <laughs> Niggas. Can you please bring it back to me? 5K cash reward. I'm not trying to get in trouble SMH, send your contact and pick... Okay. You tried. (laughs) I... (laughs) Why wouldn't you just call your parole officer? (laughs) Right? Can't you do that? Can't you just be like, hey, if this is is a legit thing and it really can just fall off... I I have a lot of follow-up questions about this, like... I don't even know where to start with them. Why wouldn't you just call your parole officer and be like, can I get something FedExed overnight? Like, can I share my location with you? Like, what can we do to to mitigate this situation? Like, I just don't know why you would go to Twitter. Why wouldn't you call Delta? Right. Why? why, I just feel like there's so many other stops you could have made. But Boosie is a... I mean, maybe he got it. Maybe it worked. Maybe somebody found it and got it to him. When... When you exist on a diet of Captain Crunch filled turkey legs. Okay. <laughs> who knows what happened to your, your processing server? You know? Your thoughts be going anywhere, okay? Everywhere. They don't have no um, reason. I just, it's like, if you're talking about something, I'm not trying to get in trouble. I, would, how would, <laughs> like, I'm, if you're, if you are being, forthright and going to your your PO and saying, hey, this is a situation that happened, just so you know. Is their response going to be, well, nigga, you better go out and find it or you going to just, like, because... <laughs> Won't they just get you another one? Oh, maybe he'll have to come back to Louisiana to get another charger or something, and that's what he didn't want to do. Maybe that was it. He didn't want to leave LA and go back to Louisiana. 
But I don't know. I don't really know how but this that's thing not works. Getting in trouble? I'm tr- no. It's just <laughs> something he did not want to do. So he like, oh, let me get on these apps and see can somebody find it for me. I'm trying to make sense out of what has been given to me. I'm trying to I'm trying to find out why a grown man. <laughs> would go on Twitter and tell us that he lost the charger for his ankle monitor instead of just contacting his parole. Like, I feel like that would be the first person I called if I was on parole and something happened to my parole maintaining device. But that's just someone help because my book learning. I'm genuinely this was hilarious to me just because I mean, come on, it's Boosie, right? Um, but you know, this ain't even no shade. Obviously, you know, Boosie is a documented dumbass, and we've never. <laughs> from saying that <laughs> but at the same time like if anyone has like some insight um, oh it's probably this is why mm-hmm. just yeah. for curiosity um Andre five, through thousand is <laughs> let's no let's move on because i'm just like why would you offer five thousand there ain't no way that costs five thousand dollars to replace there's like, it, there's it isn't so why yeah somebody help i just i, I okay <laughs> okay moving on Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Andre 3000 is releasing a flute album. He is. Yeah. And I'm taking New mine out the closet. New Blue Sun. I'm going to re-oil it. I'm going to 
I'm gonna get it all tuned to I. Yes, I'm gonna take mine out in celebration. Try to learn and play along with him. I played flute in like in middle school. Mm, not the recorder. No. Okay. At first, I was uh, I played the oboe. Oh, a classy, um, rich bitch. <laughs> it literally sounds like a duck. I got, I switched to a uh, flute because everybody was making fun of me. I was the only oboe player, and the kids just thought that the sound of the oboe was funny, I guess. Oh, I'm like, over them. I, thought so, were, I thought something completely different. <laughs> what did you think? I thought that everybody was making fun of you because you were a boy playing the oboe. You were like, I'm going to show them. I'm going to play the flute. And I was no. like, <laughs> but that is so much more wholesome that the kids were like, yeah. that one sounds weird. Why are you playing that? Get <laughs> like, it, was just, it does kind of sound like, especially if you're a kid in middle school mm. who doesn't really know how to play a fucking oboe. Oh, Lord. <laughs> was you know that your first time playing? Um, was like that school? instrument, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I played, like, the piano and uh, dabbled in Same. drums, but I have never played, like... Is that a wind instrument? Work. Mm. Or reed. It, does, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It does have a reed. That's true. Um, and that was the other thing. Them reeds were getting on my fucking nerves. Oh, the time yeah. I was just like, all I don't the, want to do this <laughs> All of the clarinetists and oboists <laughs> were constantly beefing with them reeds. Yeah, so, I hated it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, the album comes out this Friday. It is an 87 minute, uh, oh, quote fun. unquote, minimalist and experimental tribal and transcendent. No rap having album. Okay. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, sounds like maybe we need to do some shrooms and then have it playing. Yeah, it definitely sounds Sunday shrooms, maybe our house cleanup. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely thinking, I guess, just automatically assuming that a new Andre 3000 project would have his vocals on it, but this is something different. And I'm I not sure. Yeah, no, I mean, he's been, you know, on his weirdo woo-woo shit for a while. So this is right in line with that. And I'm, I'm and looking also, forward to it. He's also, there have been like videos or little clips of him randomly playing the flute around mm-hmm. places for like a while now. That's true. So too. it's not like a random thing. He's been spotted playing the flute. Yeah. So, All right, sis. Um, What else it. we got? Uh, is that all of the, the good news? <laughs> Erica and Scrappy are back together. I mean, his first baby mama. Is that good? Uh, they look happy. Okay. Well, good for them. Damn. <laughs> I hope the bam is all right. <laughs> Probably not. But, <clears throat> I mean, I watched, we all watched that era of mm-hmm. love and We did. We did. And I don't think Scrappy ever was over Erica Dixon. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> Erica was sick of scrappy shit. <laughs> Very much. But from Scrappy my was Yeah, right. But from the outside looking in, it looked like Scrappy would have all she had to do was call. All she had to do was text just one time. Mm-hmm. And it would have been dust for anybody else in the house. So uh and she's beautiful and she is gorgeous. 
it's just so much smarter than a, most of the other people on that show. So I always felt like Erica Dixon was just a little bit too good for the ghetto shit that Scrappy had her going through. But, hmm. you know, um, I guess good for them. I don't really, I don't really know. No. But great. That's yeah. what I said. I just yeah, saw several clips of them out at like a concert and hanging out or somebody, I think on her birthday or something. And they look real happy. So I'm mm. like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Maybe he has matured. <clears throat> I doubt that. But what I'm saying <laughs> is... <laughs> you said now nah, you look too much dip on your chip. As someone who like has not really paid attention to the scrappy storylines or any of that stuff in a while, yeah. like, don't show me out. He could have like fought a 12-year-old or something recently. I, have, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, okay. look nice. Um, oh God, what else? I'm gonna where are we? Why is it so damn dark in here? <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Lori Harvey is single again after splitting from Damson Idris. Mm, good for her, good for her. Um, Nicki Minaj is on the cover of Vogue. She has uh entered the uh, pop star with their baby in Vogue uh, club. What? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> you know, Blue Ivy and Beyonce have been okay. in Vogue together. Oh, yes. Duh. Okay. Um, very lovely photograph. I think she also said in a recent interview that she doesn't let him have juice or sweets. And that she doesn't (laughs) agree with body positivity if it excludes health. (laughs) She does. What did she say? She doesn't. Let me find the quote. (laughs) (laughs) She said something like, "I don't support body positivity if it if it means unhealthy bodies. Healthy bodies. Yes, that's what she said, girl. Which is just the exact opposite of what it means to be body positive. Like." There are a lot of people whose bodies are unhealthy and they're not fat, but I'm sure that's not what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, based off the things you said about, you know, your surgeries and all the different nips and tucks you've done, I'm not shocked that that came from you. But it was like, Nikki just won't never let me enjoy the pictures, enjoy the baby. <laughs> like, she always got to... <laughs> She always got to throw in a couple of oh, little nuggets. Of- one little <laughs> corner of it. <laughs> it's like, God damn. Yes. We were all having fun. It's like the Azealia Banks stands where they be like, I'm sorry, y'all be hating on my girl, but she be right. And she do be right. And then she posts about how much she loved Chris Brown and y'all need to get off Chris Brown's nuts. <laughs> and y'all be like, oh, um, I had forgot. I had forgot that you prone to shit like this. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, God, I think this, oh, so, Krishan, listen. That story is so weird. I, Tamar, <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, that is so Tamar bizarre. Braxton had a show, she's on tour, which she allegedly is now considering ending, but she had a show recently, um, I think in Baltimore. Let me see. Okay. But um, she had this live show where she, the plan was to bring Krishan out uh, to perform. 
Listen, oh God, this is exhausting. <laughs> yep. I I literally, I tried to watch the videos and I cut off after two minutes. I said, I cannot take this. It's too many names I don't know. And it's taking too long for me to get to why the fight happened. Okay, so this is what I got. Okay. I'm, I'm sitting here really now trying to figure out what city this took place in. It don't even matter. The point is, the concert was to celebrate 10 years the 10-year anniversary of Love and War, which is kind of crazy to think Damn. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, but yes, Krishan was supposed to be a guest performer. Now, what I read was that in the moment where Krishan was, I guess, supposed to be coming to stage, she was not in place. She was allegedly outside of the venue trying to get her friend inside, which caused her to miss her cue. And thus, since nobody could find her... Oh, my God. They skipped her track and moved on with the show. And so, in some form of misunderstanding, miscommunication, lack of organization, whatever the fuck the cocktail was... Um, Krishan goes backstage after the show <sighs> to discuss with them, you know, her going on stage. They basically break it down to her, like, girl, the show is over. There's right. no more going on stage. Where were you? Blah, 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 blah. She gets very, uh, emotional and impassioned. They bring her into a dressing room, the tour manager, Tamar, yes. and her. They discuss in the room, you know, everything that's going down. She's crying. She's upset. She comes back out, um, into, I guess, the other room with everyone else. And then in comes, at some point, James Wright Schnell. Now, many people might know James Wright Schnell as Patty. The mm. man who, oh, the Patty Pie man. That brought us the Patty Pies mm-hmm. uh, alongside Patty. Um, and he's kind of, I think James sings his, I think he's singing, he was one of her, her singers? Girl, please don't call me on this. I think that he actually is Thanks for performing Tamar. with Tamar. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, but if I'm wrong on that, don't be surprised. Um, but I do know that, like, since actually having a relationship or creating a relationship with Patti LaBelle, um, he... I have seen him in oh, close yeah. proximity with other performing singers and stuff. So... You know, he's a part of the production somehow. He comes into the room. They say he initially is trying to console a Krishan who is, for whatever reason, still upset. She, You know, they said she claimed to have felt, like, embarrassed or felt like this happens to her a lot or da-da-da-da. And so at some point it is asked why... Oh, it's raining. That hasn't happened here in a while. Um, <laughs> Squirrel. They... At some point... I'm just going to fast forward. They said that, you know, James was like saying to her, oh, you know, sis, you weren't in, you weren't on the side of the stage. And she's saying that she was. And he's like, no, we couldn't find you. You weren't over there. I'm telling you. And then, you know, she allegedly is like, lie again. Say that again. And he went to tell her again what happened. And then she allegedly hits him in the face 
multiple times, causing him to bleed, allegedly chipping his tooth, having to go to the hospital. They wow. said police came Whoa. to the venue. By the time the police came to the venue, Krishan was already gone, of obviously. Um, since then, obviously, Tamar and people from her camp have all put videos out talking about what happened. Most of their stories are the same, mm-hmm. are very similar. Uh, Krishan, since you know, has denied it and, you know, says that she never hit him, <gasps> he never got hit. What? Uh, she literally claims, she's like, why didn't he post his face? Why didn't he do da-da-da-da? Like, all bitch. this other shit. Now, bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> You're joking. I feel incredibly wow. uh, confident that Krishan was drunk and high off her ass. Oh, yeah. And I'm not like... I wouldn't doubt that she's just lying and knows full well that she hit him. <laughs> but I also think that Krishan is a drunk mess. So who knows? Well, that, I don't think either one of those are lies. <clears throat> I, think, <laughs> I think we're all... I think even Krishan knows it. So, um... I think that's what I got for that story, girl. Yikes. Uh, okay, I did not know all those details, but wow. Yeah, I think she's trying to deny it. Her friend trying to deny it and act like it didn't happen, even though I'm sure she wasn't there. So I don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. And, um, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure that there will be another add-on or a couple more add-ons to whatever the fuck this yeah. story is to come. But Krishan's excuses you know clout everyone it. wants clout from her and she didn't do it girl tamar braxton for all of the things that we can yeah. will and have mm-hmm. said yeah rightfully so tamar braxton doesn't need to go and chase clout especially not from a reality tv star yeah. she's been a reality tv star and she has an actual talent yes which See. is what you don't have. <laughs> the event was even for No one... Yeah. It wasn't BravoCon. The, the reason you were there is because that woman is mm-hmm. a performing act. Like, you... How would she be chasing clout when you were her opening act? I Not mean, even an opening act. A guest. Right. Like, bring her on when it's time for the girls to twerk. So you weren't even there to perform your music. Do you have music? I don't even know. But she does. So you were you there to dance then? Were you just there to be part of the twerk team? And if so, why was you so worried about some bitch who clearly didn't get there in time? And why why would you be worried about somebody at the door and trying to get them into the show? Like it's just too much going on here and it sounds extremely unprofessional. And I hope that James Wright Chanel just goes ahead and takes the legal route with this one. Like you're not finna attack me because we all said, hey, you wasn't where you supposed to be. And no, you're not going to go like go out on stage now and perform what for whom? The show is over. Like, it ain't nothing left to do. No, nah, you're not going to hit me and then get on the Internet and be like, I didn't do it. OK, bitch. <laughs> we'll see what this lawsuit says. <clears throat> I really don't. Gosh, you engage in much. That has to do with Krishan or Blueface or that other one. Because <laughs> at the at the nucleus of it, yep. there's nothing for me. You That's know, right. it's not like, 
you know, I really like the music you make or something else. Like, I think your music's terrible. I think his music's terrible. Um, I don't think any of y'all have any, like, real talent. And then the whole, like, well, you know, you can fight or you like to fight thing is, like, cute for 15 minutes, maybe, if you like that type of thing. So it's just, like, for me now, I'm not interested. But a lot of people were talking about this specifically for all of the other moving parts of it. Mm. Like I said, yeah, there you have it. And I'm going to go right back into my I don't give a fuck right. uh, about <laughs> the blue face verse. Yeah, she, all of them are endlessly frustrating. So good luck to y'all's kids. <laughs> okay, so on that note, you know, there's just one other story. Okay. Now, I don't know if this is read for you. It's not. Or, okay. Oh, God. I'm particularly tired today. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> like, and it's these, it's, the, it's these stories. Because I didn't feel this exhausted when I was talking about Hazel Monet being a grand yep. <laughs> And they have slowly worn this. you down with yeah, dumb nigga shit. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to go over, like, what I have read so far about okay. this Darius Kiki Palmer thing. All right. And I'm really doing mental cliff notes as well because like I almost I wish I was in a little egg. I wish I was just like yes. in a little Feel you. Uh, where I could just uh okay. So it was reported, I feel like within the last week that Kiki Palmer had filed for, I think, temporary full custody mm-hmm. of her son, Leo. Um, there uh, were reports, I guess, in these filings of uh, abuse from from Darius, uh, him being physically abusive, uh, mentally, emotionally abusive. Um, she even claims that he had gotten rough with the baby at one point. Yeah. After uh, reportedly or allegedly being frustrated with him crying while trying to change his diaper, and that she intervened because she was concerned. Um, the baby was not harmed, but he ended up hitting her in that situation out of frustration. Mm. There uh, were pretty upsetting photos or screenshots from, I guess, cameras Mm -hmm. in the home of of Dares getting physical with her. Uh, One where it seems like he's uh, got her over the, the couch or, like, pinned to the couch once on the stairs, um, those clearly look like separate incidences as he's wearing different clothes in them and so on. Um, where since then, um, you know, the internet's been doing its thing or whatever. Then the, I feel like Darius's side of things, his 
people, whoever, mm-hmm. are, <clears throat> you know, trying to deny his uh, alleged uh, moments of abuse and violence. Um, they're interestingly trying to flip this onto Kiki's mother. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Um, there's also, you know, part of the report is that he had come to Kiki's home at one point unannounced, unwelcome, uh, allegedly looking for the baby who was not present. When he realized that the child was not present, he started to get agitated. Um, and they began arguing in the middle of that Kiki, um, Uh, apparently has her mother on the phone, on Mm -hmm. speaker. Yeah. And so the mom says that she's hearing him refuse to leave over and over and over and over again. Um, And, you know, at one point, reportedly threatens to put a bullet in Darius' head or something like that. So that's now being, I guess, thrown into the mix as on some, like, I came to see my son type shit, and she's wilding, her mom is on the phone wilding and threatening to kill me. Whoop-de-woo. Um, let me see if there's anything else in the mix of this that I forgot to mention before I move on with my life. Because I just, I really don't have a lot to say about it. I promise I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, I know it seems like, no, I feel like that's it. Like, I don't know if I've seen, like, another <laughs> updates specifically on this story i know that it seems like he um and his family or whoever represents him are very much trying to flip this on to uh she and her mom and you know make it seem as though she's abusive or manipulative or whatever it is that they're trying to imply but that's it kiki palmer say nothing to nobody but the courts um and nobody has I think, released an official statement about anything. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, so, I th- think that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say this is going to have more add-ons. As I think I'm going to start calling mm-hmm. story developments. Um, obviously, we will probably be getting more into the woods as far as these people relationship go. Now, it was one thing when it was like, "Oh, my baby mom is at the Usher concert," but this is like, okay, girl. Mm-hmm. This is real shit. Now, I don't know these people. Mm -hmm. I don't have a... I don't have, like, a full scope of 
none of us do of that relationship or how things uh played out right mm-hmm. what i will say though is as far as darius goes <clears throat> if you think sir mm-hmm. that me or i think anybody you know with a working mind <laughs> Is going, if you think we're going to just immediately latch on to this idea that you ain't do nothing wrong. Girl. <laughs> or that you aren't abusive or haven't been abusive. Girl. I, I, I don't really know what to tell you. You the same nigga who tried to snatch Kiki Bald and walk her black ass around King's Landing crying shame because she went to a concert and a nigga sang to her? You, the nigga with a full archive of radical incel-ass he-man, woman-hating, cop-apologist, bootstrap-tugging, bigoted-ass bullshit. Oh, man. Now, all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. He couldn't possibly. (laughs) He would never. Right. Like, you have never been abusive or shown signs of being abusive you just came over to the house an innocent light-skinned nigga who's never actually done anything Mm -hmm. wrong and kiki palmer for whatever reason felt like she needed to have her mama on speakerphone while you were there Mm -hmm. and her mama just because you're so nice (laughs) threatened to (laughs) shoot your ass in the head if you didn't get out of her daughter's like what are we talking about bro Mm -hmm. And then they paid somebody to make a video. It's all AI. And it's just, it's not really you beating her ass in front of y'all child. It's not really multiple videos from multiple days. This is just all some big conspiracy to bring down the great, glorious name of Darius Jackson. Okay. Okay. My, no, not okay. <laughs> I just, I, I need any and everyone to understand that the answer is no. Is there is <laughs> fuck no. Shit. I don't I know hating women is some of y'all's favorite pastime. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big hobby. We're not going to look at this one caca. <laughs> it's just how Let me shut up. It's all right there in the recipe. You know what I'm saying? So that's really all that I had. It's like, girl, you're not going to give me the history, them tweets, that attitude. We just saw it. We just saw the abusive behavior. We just saw it. (laughs) We just just saw you try to control what she wears. Talking about because she's a mother. She don't, she can't wear clothes. The clothes you approve of? Talking about you have morals and standards for your family? That's a grown, autonomous woman. She doesn't belong to you. I... This whole story... I I knew it was going to be him and his brother defending him and then turning around and deleting their tweets real quick because then Sharonis' 
baby mama started piping up like, yeah, I also be having static with that nigga. So it's like, maybe you best pipe down and mind yours. But like, I knew it was going to be this mad dash to try to make him not guilty or to make Kiki the crazy one, make Kiki's mama the crazy one. And that audio that came out, like Kiki's mama is saying some shit that I don't necessarily agree with, like some shit that I find problematic, mainly the homophobia, the whole, oh, you sucking dick and blah, blah, blah. Like that I don't fuck with. But what I want this, is he biracial? He look biracial. What I want this man mm-hmm. to understand, what I want him to understand is that whatever's in the video was enough for a judge to take exactly 24 hours to completely strip you of rights to your child. Whatever it was, was enough for them to grant temporary sole custody to Kiki, was enough for them to grant a restraining order. And confiscate your guns. It does not change. Her mama saying something homophobic or threatening you with a bullet or anything, all it actually does is make their point that much more obvious. That's what it really does. But for some reason, you seem to think that it's going to make, it's going to undo the fact that you beat her ass. When all it really does is show us that you had a pattern of this. (laughs) And Kiki just as calm as she can be, just as level-headed in the background talking about like, you, I really feel like you need to go call the lady. You need some help. Something is wrong. You say this to me. You call me a cunt and a whore and a bitch and all this other. Like, all of that is abuse. <laughs> all you're doing is showing us that they're right. <laughs> and you shouldn't be allowed nowhere near this woman or this child. It's for everybody's best interest that you go to jail. <laughs> Honestly, probably including you. It's 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 giving prison. Like I it broke my heart to read them details. It really did. And it it did trigger me, not in the obvious way, because honestly, I deal with domestic violence all the time. I talk about it, I talk about what I went through on the show, and my clients are always bringing up domestic violence and as sad as that is. And it's always yeah. in the fucking news because y'all are always putting your hands on people. Like, it's always in the news. So it was really about, you know, some other shit that I actually don't think I want (laughs) to share with the world just yet. But 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 I just it felt like. There's no such thing. And every time this happens, it's like there's no such thing as a perfect victim, no matter what. People going to find a way to discredit you, to not believe you. I saw tweets from niggas who was like, who cares? Kiki Palmer is rich. Y'all doing all this behind a rich bitch that got hit? Be serious. People have real problems. Like, Mm -hmm. if she didn't have the video, it would have been, where's the proof? If she didn't go to the police, it would have been, well, why'd you stay? Why you didn't tell nobody? Now that she did go to the police, it's, oh, now you're getting the law involved trying to put a black man, take a black man away from his child, and it's in the best interest of our child. No, the fuck it's not. It is not in the best interest of a child to be around a parent who is abusive. Including to the child, according to his mother. Getting rough while changing the baby's diaper? Oh, yeah. Is that baby not even a year yet? Talking about, I I understand why animals in the wild want to eat their kids or something. Um, 
yeah, you're going to have to pack up all that weirdo bullshit and get away from me and my baby. You're going to have to do that. That's, I mean, that's really the long and short of it. And as messy as the Usher situation is, like as messy as that whole, and to think that like us knowing about this all came about because Kiki Palmer went to the Usher concert like countless other people. Like, mm-hmm. that's all that happened. And it has somehow turned into all this. I wouldn't be surprised if seeing how many people were constantly telling Kiki, like, girl, this is not right. Girl, this is not okay. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that really made her feel more resolved about it. Like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like, I'm not making it up. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing too much in my head and making a mountain out of a molehill. And there's this idea of, like, maybe you, the abused person, are doing too much by not finding this to be acceptable. And Kiki even Mm -hmm. said, like, she felt loved, bombed. He would give her all these compliments and make her feel like she was the most beautiful, special, smart, important woman in the world, and then turn around and do shit like this. And it fucks with your head. So Mm -hmm. I just, I, I would not be surprised if the Usher situation kind of sped up a process that may have otherwise drug out for a long time. Because I said it when it happened. I don't think she's going to leave him. But the mm-hmm. the conominators or whatever Kiki stands called themselves, they're they not going to stand for this shit. They're not going to stand for this shit. And you're not going to be able to be sharing a milkshake in the diner with your little biracial baby daddy. Like, everything is all good. The girls are not going to let you forget it. Like, and and not like rub it in your face like girl why would you be with a man who this 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 but you deserve better than this mm-hmm. i'm sure some people are judgmental i'm sure some people are shameful and they really ought not the best way to help somebody who is in a fucked up situation is to remind them that they deserve better than that and to be available because you putting them down damn why are you so stupid why are you staying with that man just makes them feel worse about themselves and tends to make them feel like they deserve whatever it is they're going through I mean, this people are saying that right now, including. Uh, of women. course they are. Of course they are. Oh yeah, women oh, be the biggest one. You know, one. you settled. She settled for this nigga, and and that's what happened because da, 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 she chose to get pregnant by a, a nigga with no job or a body. Da, 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 and I'm like, girl. First of all, she could have chosen an incredibly wealthy, successful nigga who would still abuse her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the landscape of niggas is not incredibly abundant. <laughs> well, there is that. And it is true that there is a tendency for men to act out when their female partners make like way more money than them or have way more power, things like that. 1000%. But I think a lot of that is people trying to tell themselves that there's some sort of guarantee. As long as I don't do this, as long as I don't date a nigga who make less than me, as long as I don't date a man who has, you know, issues with his parents and as long as he came from a two parent home and as long as he this and as long as he that, there is no one thing that will guarantee that you don't end up in an abusive relationship. There's no one factor that we can point to and be like, it's, it's that. Men who make over $208,000 a year, they don't ever hit women. It actually is a function in the brain that shuts off once you make a certain dollar amount and they're physically incapable of hitting you. That is not how it works. Right. People can be abusers and people can be victims. And 
I mean, I know people who are listening to this show probably already understand that, but it's extremely frustrating because it happens all the time. We have this conversation like every two months. Mm-hmm. Because again, y'all can't keep your hands off each other. So domestic violence is always in the news and we always have to have this conversation. And as tiring as it is, I really see how important it is because too many people don't understand that this shit is not okay. And should nobody have to put up with it? And because you're a wife or a mother or a girlfriend doesn't mean that you are now somebody's dependent. It doesn't mean that you are you are under their control or you have to be like puppeteered by them. You are still an adult human being who gets to make your own fucking decisions, including what you wear. He can have an opinion about what you wear, but saying the shit that he said about Kiki, it was never going to be okay. The you are, oh, you a mom. I'm just saying, uh, the, you know, the, you a wife and a mother. She's not even a wife, but okay. Like you. I reckon he got violent with her for showing him a picture of her in a bikini or something like that. That's one of the things that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. There's like a lot of details I just skipped over. Right. I mean, it is, it's, and it's a lot, but yeah, it's just. I hope more people, women, it typically is women, but people in general, I hope more people start to recognize what is a red flag and how a red flag is different from, you know, just something about him you don't like. But a red flag is being like an alert of potential danger. I hope more yeah. people start to recognize what those are um, and do whatever they can to get themselves into a safer situation because it's like, it's that sort of thing where you look back and you're like, damn, that nigga was really mad over a bikini. Like, why would he trip like that? It's that type of shit that people act is like, is harmless or it doesn't necessarily have to evolve into something worse. And that's true. It doesn't always, but it's a bad enough sign. Like, because it, mm-hmm. it shows that that person is interested in having a certain amount of control over you and your life. And that tends to not go in a good direction. So I'm not going to get too deep into all this. I know, you know, y'all didn't necessarily come here to hear the the ins and outs of like domestic abuse and how it works and how it affects victims and all that. But everyone's been talking about it. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, and it is, I just, I just hope that Kiki and that baby are safe and I hope they put Darius Jackson into the nearest prison immediately. Or the furthest prison, actually. Because you need to be <laughs> far. Like, get as far away as you possibly can. But also, go to jail. <laughs> go to jail. Period. Keep your goddamn hands to yourself. Like I said, there's going to be more to come from this story, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Those who are connected to it or feel affected by it or whatever, you know, you can wait to see how that all pans out. I'm just saying for those of you who are so willfully and so swiftly uh, willing to jump to the defense Mm -hmm. of this nigga who all but tattooed I beat women across his forehead. I'm lost. Yeah. So that's it for me. Okay. Well, let's end the topics right there and take a break. We'll be back. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. 
But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment, so let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right folks it's time for your letters yes it is send your questions to ask the reader gmail.com we may read them aloud on the show oh we have one here oh this is about the marvels somebody who was asking us about that but we already talked about it so um delete 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 moving on um did I do the letter from Thug Mrs. last week? I don't think so. The No, I don't think I did either. Okay. Stop me if it sounds familiar. <clears throat> okay. Thug Mrs. says, Dear the Reed, <laughs> I'm a recent college graduate working on my master's. I have an okay job, my own place, and a nice car. However, I'm in love with felons. I started dating a former friend who is currently in prison who contacted me during a rough part of my life and I fell in love. He was everything and kept my mind off shit and really motivated me. Once I started to get back on my feet, he started tripping and was mad every time I went out. He claimed it was because I would drink a lot, even though I was with friends who he knows take care of me. I figured he was acting like that because when I was sad and depressed like him, our relationship was easy. So I started to always apologize for different things and I would cry when he was mad at me. Then I realized I was the one putting money on the phone and occasionally on his books. I was thinking to myself, Bitch, you have to be stupid to allow a nigga to treat you like this when you are the one helping him out. Anyway, he continued to apologize for his actions, and of course I was gone, so I accepted it. One day I went out to the club and I met this other guy, and it turns out he is also a felon who got out not too long ago. He does have a job, but he also has two kids and never graduated from high school. I work two jobs and get off late, and I see him just about every day. He always pays for my food, and I cannot think of any nigga that ever did that for me, and he gives me good dick. Oh, my God. I'm not sure if I will ever want to be in a relationship with him, but it feels good. 
He knows about my other dude locked up because I wanted to be honest with him. Mm. The new nigga told me that niggas act like that in prison and seems to be on his side. It makes me more confused. (laughs) It makes me more confused because I feel bad for leaving dude while he's locked up. But honestly, my family would hate both of these niggas if we were ever to get serious. Hello. And a lot of people would be disappointed in me. Mm. I know the new nigga don't make as much as I do, but although he makes way less than me now, he does still spend money on me. That has to count for something. Sure. My questions are, am I wrong for leaving dude in prison? What should I do with this new nigga? Am I just settling or is this what my future beholds, work beholds? Wow. <laughs> am I stupid? What advice do you have for me? Dating somebody my family would hate. P.S. I love the show and it gives me so much joy working while I'm in an office full of white women. Thanks, thug missus. Please. <laughs> what are you tapping over there? <laughs> I'm not tapping. I'm just like... <laughs> you over there with your thing <laughs> on the table or something. I'm not moving. Oh, okay. Oh, it's this. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah, that's that. Um. Oh, boy. Okay, let me start with the questions. Am I wrong for leaving dude in prison? Where else does he have to go? <laughs> There's nowhere else to leave him. <laughs> He's, Are you wrong with ending a relationship for ending a relationship with somebody who is currently incarcerated? No. Relationship is a strong word. It is. It is. But um yeah, you're not no. I mean, are you even You're wait a minute, you're right. I started dating a former friend who is currently in prison. Girl. Yes. Okay. Okay. So no. You y'all wasn't together before he got locked up. That's what I'm saying. He contacted you probably on on Facebook or something. Yes. That's exactly what happened. And now you putting money on his phone. Yes. And he's he was like She's talking about something. He was there for her and he was uplifting her and all that other stuff. Yeah. I'm like, girl, that's the least he could do. Like, what else? What else does he have to offer? You can't even get no dick out of this man. Remember just a few minutes ago when I was talking about maybe we we can um, start to identify what red flags are and get people to. Mm -hmm. Like, let's let's get this out into the broader conscience of what a red flag is. Past just a meme. (laughs) Past the meme, yes. Not, you know, something to be cute on Instagram, but a real red flag. A man who is trying to control you in any capacity is wild. A man trying to do that from prison and tripping, getting mad at you for going out. Nigga, you hate that I go out because because you can't. There we go. That's it. Like, you don't even have your own bedtime. So I get you're frustrated. But you don't you don't get to take that out on me. And then he apologizes for his actions, but he does it again. And like, baby, this is, here is a big red flag right here in your face. If he acts like this in jail, it's probably going to be worse when them people not in charge of him no more. Hello. So, so no, you're not wrong for leaving him. You might be wrong for staying. You definitely... The idea that you owe this man some kind of loyalty, please throw that out the fucking window. As like, you're paying 
for words of affirmation. Get a therapist. And you don't even need those no more. You could buy a calendar. <laughs> yeah, girl. You can go right down to the Barnes as well as the Noble. Mm-hmm. If they still open. They open in the city. Okay. And you can go right over to the register and get you one of them $3 little booklets. Mm-hmm. Every day of the week, they got words. Yeah. <laughs> That's so many words. <laughs> you can go down to your local library. Yes. And that's completely, it's free of charge. Apps. You just read as many as you want to. You just, do, 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 do. Like, you you got it. It's up to you. The I Am app. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so leaving that nigga in jail, mm-hmm. um, yes, I think you should do. Please do. I, I would suggest you do that um, even if you didn't have another jail nigga Mm-hmm. Um, on the side. And it's not just because the nigga's in jail. It's because, as Crystal has clearly stated, he's exhibiting mm-hmm. uh, behavior that's not so great and he's doing it from jail. Yes. So, you know, it's giving, if I wasn't, what would that behavior be like? Also, niggas love being the sweetest, most poetic, oh, hark, what yonder window breaks bullshit mm-hmm. when they locked up. Yeah. Because what the fuck? Like, you want somebody to right. want to talk to you. Right. So the fact that he's not even giving you that in jail, <laughs> <laughs> like, that man is going to be pure hell on the outside, girl. Pure hell. Please, my God. Um, mm. And so in the mm-hmm. same breath, the next question yeah. being, what should I do with this new nigga? The fact that the Take new nigga is on the is on the same side as the one in jail. Any nigga who agrees that, like, yeah, I mean, there you go. I feel like it's perfectly rational to be getting mad at a girl who's not your girlfriend for going yeah. out with her homegirls when you in jail because that's how we act when we in jail. Um, no, are you just settling? Yes, and why I don't know. Um. Mm. I think we got to address um, some issues maybe with your self-esteem, your sense of self-worth. I I always recommend a therapist, but you're not stupid. I'm not going to call you stupid. Some of these behaviors I'm struggling to make sense out of, but I don't Mm. think that makes you a stupid person. But you are settling. You sound kind of young. You are. Oh, you know what? You do. You do sound young. A recent college graduate working on my master's. So you're probably 21, 22. Yeah, baby. Um, He does spend money on me. He always And a nigga ain't never did that before. Oh, baby. I mean, I'm glad you are experiencing something new in a relationship, but, like, you deserve this. You deserve a nigga who's like, yeah, I'm stopping by Chili's. Do you want some of them? You want some of them egg rolls or not? He always pays for my food. And she can't think of no nigga that ever did that. And he got good dick. So she like, let me lock this down. Honey, the bar is in Haiti. It's bad out here. It's bad out here. It is in the under realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, he has two kids. Um, Are you ready? Do you really want to pursue a serious relationship at this age? Do you? Is that something you really want to do? Pursue somebody where 
you know, having to step into the role of stepmama might be something that happens to you. Girl, you are not about to do that and you bet not. Okay. And I hope that you're taking your your devices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. by that I mean birth control. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do. Be on your devices. Please do. But um, I think really what should be going on, especially as a, a, a studying ma- a master's student. Yeah. What am I trying she to say? Just, there you go. A grad student. <laughs> as a grad student. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think your mind should just be in not taking either one of these niggas seriously. Again, not because they're felons but because they just don't seem like niggas to take seriously past buying me food and giving me good dick there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. as long as you know that that's what it is um i think that you definitely uh might want to consider raising your standards up a bit because sweetie yeah. Anybody can buy you some food and give you good dick that's not hard and and still be a terrible person Mm -hmm. that doesn't that shouldn't yeah. be on your like yeah. your pros list. The mm-hmm. fuck? Like I it's is is bl- it is blowing mine. It's yeah. blowing mine. Mm-hmm. Like the niggas used to it, it it was like bare minimum you were you were spending, spending money, money on a girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and now it's this whole conversation of uh, what the, 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 mm, mm. and 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 a lot of y'all be perpetuating that. It's wild to me. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is, mm-hmm. leave the jail nigga in jail. Um, you know, you can write him a four-page letter and then close it with a kiss. Um, and then, uh, in terms of this other nigga, honestly, I don't even know. Well, because I know felon dick is, is Oh, I know it's good. I know it's good. I don't think there's nothing wrong with fucking this nigga and having him pay for your dinner. At all. But you talking about dating him, and that don't make no sense. That's where I'm lost. You don't have nothing so to I, deal with this nigga. I think Crystal is hitting it on the head in terms of self-discovery. <laughs> why am yes. why are the niggas I attract always felons? You know what I mean? What is it that you're looking mm-hmm. for or or are putting out? Vi- how are you vibrating that ex-cons come into the room? And ex-cons <laughs> that are exhibiting just a a dash or two of misogyny, a little mm. bit of control, maybe a couple scoops of emotional abuse. Like why what's that? What's that? Yeah. I I wouldn't quite word it that way. <laughs> uh but I see oh, what you say. No, no. Mm-mm. You just didn't you didn't word it like a therapist. And why would you? Because you're not one. <laughs> So. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't interested in doing that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, some uh, the some um, really deep introspection. Like, why am I pursuing people who cannot really give me a fulfilling relationship, especially with the one in jail? But this other one, you said two nice things, and then you gave us all these other <coughs> reasons that he should not even be allowed to speak to you. So. Um, yeah, I would, as far as advice for dating somebody your family would hate, I, I would advise you to not date either one of these niggas and yeah, to, uh, maybe fuck the one that's out, you know, yeah. if, if you just want to get some dick, but, you know, keep the door open for somebody who's going to be more of, um, 
not just on your level as far as like number of felonies, but, you know, like just somebody in a position to um, really build a future with you or build a solid relationship with you. You talking about this other man has two kids. So right off off top, I'm like, okay, so you don't have time for me because you got two kids. (laughs) And what are you, 23? You 23 years old with two kids? Like... How good of a daddy are you being? Like, that's, I need to, I need to know what kind of daddy you are. I need to know what kind of relationship you have with your baby mama's. Like, that's a whole other thing. So I would say. Right. If we're talking about dating. Right. Which she is. Which she is. She's talking about, I don't know. I'm not sure if I ever want to be in a relationship with him. The only thing you like about him is that he pays for your two for 20. (laughs) Which, again, sweetie, I could do that if you want. Like, what? (laughs) You hungry? (laughs) Right. Is you you hungry? Yeah. You so, deserve better than this, um, Thug Mrs. And, you know, we need to bring Trina back into the schools because I'm just saying, we didn't... That's a word. When I was growing up, <laughs> the bare minimum a nigga did was buy your lunch. Hell yeah, you buying my lunch. The, my lunch, nigga, the chicken tenders with the roll and the extra tea cheese. Hell yeah, you finna do it. And I'm getting a Pepsi. <laughs> First of all, bitch... I'm hopping in the whip because you got it and we're going off campus. Let's be for real. <laughs> Trina, hello. <laughs> like, oh, that's man. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, me, girls are... it's definitely going to be a thing, you know, again, oh, God willing, you take your devices mm-hmm. and everything goes. So it's going to be a thing in 10 years. You're going to look back and be like, what was I doing? Yeah. I was trying to really do What in the hot nut fuck whatever. was I like, thinking? Ah. <laughs> but I'm like, College me when I was a city girl, bitch. Like the niggas that that I had that I type of <laughs> when I had that type of motion in my head about like, oh, I really do. I want to date this. Da, 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 da. I'm talking about niggas that was like 20 years older than me <laughs> that were like work, work. <laughs> like paid with dumb houses in 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 the Grove or in, or in Gables, like yeah. Little 23-year-old me scooping out, <laughs> like, <laughs> hitting the streets. Okay. <laughs> and whatever time going to go see this 40-year-old this nigga man. with, like, okay. a well, big-ass motherfucking house. <laughs> I'm like, girly. And again, I look back at it, I'm like, what the fuck was my little fast in, them, in the tail ass doing? I mean... Like, messing around with these goofy-ass nigga who absolutely knew what the fuck he was doing. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I made it out. That is, yeah, that is uh, worrisome. I'm going to raise a brow at that story a little bit on his part, obviously not yours. But yeah, it it just, back in my day, a nigga buying your food was a guarantee. Like that wasn't even up for, that wasn't even up for debate. So I don't know what exactly it has happened like over the anything. past decade or so, but you know, I'm keeping you girls um, in my prayers. Let's do another quick question. This one is from Snooty who says, To make a long story short, recently I was without transportation. I thought maybe I could save up for a small cash car, but being without a car was really starting to make me feel like a burden, and I hate having to depend on other people and be on other people's time. The stress... burden. Oh, what did it sound like I said? (laughs) I thought made me feel like a bird. (laughs) Okay, no. (laughs) The stress was beginning to be too much when I had to spend $40 on an Uber just to go to the doctor. While this was going on, I would vent to my coworker about it, and she suggested her family's dealership. She said her brother and her father owned a lot in a neighboring oh, town. Boy. So I visited them to look at cars oh, and decided shit. on one. <clears throat> I'm sure this went lovely. 
everything was fine for about a week until I had an issue where the car wouldn't start and the check engine light randomly popped on. I mentioned the issue to another coworker who showed me a news article that basically talked about how this girl's family is running a scam and selling janky broke down cars to people and refusing to answer their phones. That made me a little worried. So I was planning to get the char- <laughs> the car checked out in total and see what all is wrong with it. My issue is that I just don't understand why my coworker would suggest her family's business knowing that they're not decent business people. I feel like that's extremely shady as fuck to do, especially to somebody you work with and have to see often. It just doesn't make sense. My question is, how would you navigate the relationship from now on? I'm at a point where my trust in people is low or pretty much non-existent. I just want to keep my job. The old me. <laughs> okay, work. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. the old me would have been in HR by now, but I'm trying to yeah. be cool. Thanks for your help. Peace and blessings, Snooty. <laughs> and they, Snooty titled this Matilda's co-worker. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. Remember okay. the car? Yo, mm-hmm. they are women. Okay. Um. Yikes. Well, I don't even, because this is so, <laughs> okay, I guess car aside, because you didn't really answer for none of that. You're talking about navigating the relationship. The relationship with this person, yeah. You can I go mean, ahead and assume I, that car ain't shit. You can go ahead and assume that, baby. <laughs> no, I know that. I'm just, I, I was like, what are we doing about that part and about the fact that there are news reports mm-hmm. that this girl's family are scammers? Yeah. And she knew that and still sent you over to them, which gives to me, she's a scammer too. Yeah. I'm You're thinking about, she well, why would bag. she do that? Yeah. I'm like, probably because she gets paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Ooh. Man, and at so, that point we do have to fight. At that point, let's just fight. I really feel like how I'm trying to think of another <laughs> path. <laughs> we okay. Let's 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 try to brainstorm a a nonviolent way forward. Um, because <laughs> all right, I'm gonna assume that you are taking care of the car and the legal aspect of this aside in a way that you can at least be satisfied with. Okay. I'm just going to assume that. We have to. Even though you didn't. We have to. We have to, yeah. So if that is the case, um, first of all, I think, you know, a lot of this depends on how closely you work with each other. You said someone that you have to see often. Yeah, so... Often was the word? Yep, it was. So not... Maybe not, not every day, but... Often most days, that this yeah. Is going, yes. Um, ooh, this is tricky. Because for <laughs> me, I feel like there's no way I'm not going to talk to you. Oh, yeah. And confront you about this to your face. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk. Um, I'm considering, like, I might need a moderator or just someone in the room while I have this conversation with you because there's a possibility you're going to say something I don't like and then I'm going to want to hit you. Yep, 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 yep. Um, 
But I, I would definitely have to address you and let you know that, you know, moving forward, we are coworkers. And if we don't have to speak to each other or, or even look at one another, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that we can just do our job and go home and that be the end of it. Um, I think that's in everyone's best interest. And honestly, I would say you're really getting off easy. Yeah, you, know you are. You making off like a bandit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one might mm-hmm. say. Um, <laughs> and you, so you I are think a you, exactly. So I think you should appreciate that for what it is. <clears throat> and that'd be that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm I'm really struggling with this because the inclination to beat this person's ass would be overwhelming. It really would. Like, you deliberately set me up. You yeah. knew good and damn well your people was running a shady stank business, and you deliberately sent me in their direction. So, mm, yeah, I guess you know a conversation is is warranted here, but I wouldn't. I would not leave it at that. Like. At this point, we just gonna have to have beef. Like, I don't, there's nothing you can say unless it comes with a refund that's gonna mm-hmm. make me be cool with you again. Right. So you and I are just gonna have to not be cool. Yeah. And whatever is within your power to do legally as far as holding these people accountable, I would say do that. And if that includes your coworker, so fucking be it. Yeah. So fucking yeah. be it. If it's small claims court or something. I don't really know, you know, check the laws in your local area, but don't, I would not, I'm going to urge you to not let this slide. Yeah. Again, like I said, I'm assuming that you are doing that. If you are not, please, please, because they cannot, I mean, if if they have scammed enough niggas that the news is reporting on it, No, 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 no. Doing things such as not answering the phone. Right. After you done. And you are also having a car with these exact same issues. Yeah, no, let's just fight. So, um, but yeah, uh, good luck to you. And, um, I guess, yeah, let us know how that conversation goes, but I'm sorry that happened to you. That is so shitty. I also don't know why people do that, why they play over somebody that they have to, be in touch with all the yeah, time. That's like, very interesting. I don't get why you would fuck yourself over like that, but you know, if it was legal to beat somebody's ass for that, I would say beat her ass. But I mean, she's a scammer, so she's probably get, it's probably giving like, what I didn't even know. Oh my god, I just thought because everybody said they get a car from my cousin. No, like girl. I said. Then you go hit her. <laughs> Fuck you, you and your cousin. She still has her job. In yes, her, exactly, her exactly. So don't don't let mm-hmm. them win. You win. <laughs> yeah. uh, but good luck keeping you cool, because I know that would be um, a challenge. All right, yeah. let's wrap up the questions right there. Again, if you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another break and be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But 
If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill for me? That's right. The little pink pill. And it's called Addy. A-D-D-Y-I or Flavanserin. Learn more about the little pink pill at A-D-D-Y-I.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at Addy.com slash P-I or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved little pink pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. All right, folks, we're back. It's time to wrap things up with the read. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Okay, I don't really have... I'm just going to quickly... Um, there is... I have seen some discussion going on about uh, the founder of the Neighborhood Talk, a young man by the name of Kyle and Fernie. Mm. Apparently... Sometime, I guess, in the past few days, um, explicit videos of him were leaked online. Oh, Lord. Um, And I've just seen a lot of discourse around it that I'm not super crazy about. Okay. Now, I read a few different places that this is revenge porn or was like Uh-oh. you know clearly leaked uploaded without his consent um and i think that a lot of us should keep that in mind when discussing this if we're going just to discuss it a lot of i mean it's not surprising to me that the girls were being horny um but saying things like he should just start an only fans there's nothing to be ashamed of and like turning him into like your porn star of the day or whatever. Like if this is some, something that was shared without his consent or without, you know, his permission, 
it don't fucking matter what you think or you don't think. Just you weren't invited into that experience. You mm-hmm. were invited into the bedroom. You weren't asked to record the video, anything like that. So trying to, I guess, like, I, and I feel like some people think it's like a compliment or you're, you're like supporting the person oh by my being God. like, Oh, don't be ashamed. It was ooh, these DMs are gonna be. Duh, 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 duh. It's like no, that might actually. This person might be really hurt. That person might be really, really humiliated. Yes. They could be very, very embarrassed. Um, so like I think we should keep that in mind when we talk about this stuff, especially openly on social media mm-hmm. uh, or on uh, his page or or certain stuff like that. Um. Yeah, I think that was really it. And there's also a discourse of just like, oh, you should know better than to be recording yourself if, you know, you have whoop And I'm like, people should be allowed to do whatever the fuck they yeah. want to do in their bedrooms without being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I just, I don't know. Some of the discourse to me or the discussion around it was a little disappointing because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, if... <clears throat> If we're talking about an OnlyFans creator, and even then, like if if we were talking about someone who created adult content or whatever, there's the content that I share with you, mm-hmm. and then there's this content I don't share with you. Yeah. And so even if I was like someone who did that for a living or shared that type of content for a living, mm-hmm. If someone takes something without my consent or posts something without my consent, that should still be respected. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, illegal in a lot of places. (laughs) There's also that. That is very illegal. Not to mention childish and just fucked up. It's a fucked up thing to do to somebody, but also illegal. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm a very sex positive person. I don't think I personally don't think that there is anything like wrong with being sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I don't or recording it. <laughs> like I get do all that. The I get the the aspect of not feeling shame for being a sexual person, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I yes. don't think that being sexual, having sexual urges or kinks or anything should be something that can be levied against a person just because they have a certain amount of visibility, right? But at the same time, it's just like respect people's feelings and or or even just consider people's feelings and boundaries when it comes to it. It's even like the um um sexy vote red. Sexy vote red. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. I thought you was going to cuss her out because of that new song. I don't want to know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. You're going to be pissed. No, I'm not because I'm not going to know. <laughs> mm, it's a slur. She's using a slur. A slur that's Great. not hers. Can't wait. Yep. <laughs> so excited. Yep. You're going to love it. I'm done. I don't even remember what I was talking about. (laughs) 
I know your hopes weren't high. I know they weren't high. But she's using a slur <laughs> against the Liga Bigga Ticka community. And, uh, and she's saying it proudly. And she posted a video of herself singing along to her new song where she calls herself. Do you want me? Can I tell you? Uh, should I? I mean, I. It, it's very. You're being very vague. Am it I? Could be anything. <laughs> I have no idea what you could possibly mean. Um, it rhymes with a very popular movie about a little girl with red hair. Hmm. Yeah. Do you smell what I'm stepping in? I do. Okay. So that's y'all girl though. I don't know what y'all was expecting out of the Trump supporter. I don't know, but who's y'all? Um. Okay, yeah. Was that it? I don't. Was <coughs> yeah, you okay? I, I don't, I'm not even sure if he was done, but I I follow enough gay niggas that I saw people talking about somebody sucking dick, but not the kind of gays who would repost it. So I didn't really know what she was talking about, but um, yeah. I think people maybe even think that they're trying to be supportive by saying stuff like, oh, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. But like a little empathy for this person's privacy being violated goes a long way. Yeah, like I said, there's there is there are ways to do that. Like I said, even the like you don't have to be ashamed for being a sexual person. Mm -hmm. That's different than being like, the way that you do, you ain't got nothing to be ashamed. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, don't, yeah. that's, that's different. Because mm -hmm. you're never supposed to know how good I am at that. You was never supposed I to know. That wasn't for you, and I didn't invite you into that experience, so. All I'm saying. Oh, okay. Well, my read this week goes out to someone named Bobby Storm. Bobby Storm is part of gospel music group Maverick City Music, which earned nominations for Best Gospel Album and Best yeah. Contemporary Christian Music Performance or Song at the 2024 Grammy Awards. Bobby Storm was very, very excited. She boarded an airplane and stood in the center aisle and began to sing her song um, until she was approached by a Delta flight member who told her to sit her ass down and be quiet. Not in those words, but um, she, so she did sit down and then she starts telling the people around her who are kind of looking, but mostly not like they just basically like, you know, boarded, seated, <laughs> with seatbelts fastened, ready to get on their merry fucking way. Um, and so she starts talking about how she's sung on other flights and it's never been an issue. And she's nominated for these two Grammys and so she then again tries to sing this song. <laughs> and the flight attendant <laughs> comes up to her <laughs> and is again like, ma'am, like, <laughs> yes, you're charting on Billboard right now. Like, yes, you're nominated for a Grammy. All that is cute for you. But like, we don't care. So she tries again. Um... And she talks about how the other passengers around her are enjoying it. And the flight attendant says, I'm not enjoying it. Right. <laughs> so I'm asking you to be quiet. And that's when the back and forth really gets started where she's like, I I'm just saying, I'm just doing what God told me to do. I'm just doing what the Lord put on my heart to do. And he didn't. And so the flight attendant is like, are you, are you willing and able to comply with my instructions as your flight leader. And she's like, am I going to get off the plane, get kicked off the plane if I don't? <laughs> That's why I'm asking you. Yes. 
And so again, like they have this conversation and she's and the flight attendant who has the patience of Job, speaking of God, mm-hmm. <laughs> said, <clears throat> if you are not capable of following my instructions, you will be removed from the flight. And she says, if that's the case, that's fine. And so the flight attendant, you know, she she acts like she's going to shut up. So the flight attendant walks away. And as soon as he's gone. <sighs> here oh, she goes. Yeah. Okay. Right back on whatever the hell song this is. And so in her caption on TikTok, she's talking about she's just glad she got to share this moment with the people on the flight who embraced her and celebrated her. Again, these people are just looking. They are just staring at the commotion. And I don't doubt that you have a beautiful voice. And it's probably a very lovely song. (laughs) But this is not the time nor place for your fucking live demonstration, girl. We didn't pay tickets to the Bobby Storm show. We did not do that. We paid tickets to Delta Airlines to take us from Fort Worth to fucking Detroit. We <laughs> shut the fuck up. And she even said how she wanted to post this um, and talk to the people who have momentary power and how it don't get you nowhere to be nasty. And she'll leave that there. And, and allegedly since then, Delta done um, reached out to her and, Um, She said, you know, I'm not trying to get nobody fired and all this. I'm just, you know, out here trying to spread the word. And what I want to know is, okay, so there's a lot of things going on here. First of all, it's only Christians that get away with this kind of absolute dumb fuckery. Like nobody of any other religion could board an airplane in the United States of America and start singing their religious music and not be immediately ejected from the plane. Like the fact that they even took the time to be patient with you is evidence of your privilege as a member of the dominant religion in this society. But also, but also, and more importantly, how come when y'all are just doing what God tell you to do, God not ever telling you to do something that makes sense? (laughs) Why, why God always telling y'all to do something extremely fucking stupid and disruptive to how come God is never saying, Hey girl, if if we want to sing on a plane, maybe we need to charter our own flight and 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 go private. And otherwise, we're on this plane with 387 other people. And and maybe we should just be respectful of that. <laughs> maybe we should abide by the rules that were presented to us when we purchased the ticket through Delta in the first fucking place. Like, have you never been on a flight? Did you not know that them people in the uniforms can tell you what to do? <laughs> One of the gateway to heaven is actually like, like in a creepy office space, like Mm-mm. Severance or something, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and like the angels are are like office workers, and you basically like you have to sit in a room, yeah, with someone who goes over all of the times that you lied mm-hmm. on God, yeah. Okay, so he didn't say this. <laughs> Uh, it's a scroll just like <laughs> all the times you was bullshit and brought and i said manila folder why am i in it three <laughs> hole punch as the savior of all humankind was so confused as to why my name was invoked so in the fall of 2023 for whatever reason you were on a flight you were singing um and you mentioned that God was asking you to do this. Now, that was a lie. If you look here on the date, <laughs> um, he did no such thing. He, he actually never, he never did that. 
Mm-mm. Um, and it, in in fact, here, if you look at the graph, it shows that you you turned one person atheist on that flight. <laughs> so you so, actually you actually took some souls away from yeah. So that's it's gonna the, count the opposite unfortunately, to it's, the decision. It's a, it's a demerit. Yeah, like we just what it actually says here in the in the footnotes is that God told you to put your mask on. <laughs> yeah, and, you didn't mention that part. And whispered a little reminder you to go get your booster. Like, God, he didn't. And she's talking about, well, this was just me spreading my joy with the people. And they gave me the go ahead to do so. And this is just me, you know, it's just spreading light and warmth and joy to everybody. And and they said it was okay. They don't. Them people name is not Delta. Yeah. They have to follow the same rules you do. Yeah. This isn't your plane. This isn't your flight. You have to share this space with everybody else. I don't know what it is about people in this society, but it's like we feel like we should be allowed to go out in public and yet never have to be mindful of the people around us. It does not work like that. I don't care if the people next to you or across from you were like, bitch, I want you to sing. I want you to give it your absolute all. I want Jesus to pour out of your throat right now. It do not matter. It do not Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Bringing God into this, like you had no choice. Like, uh, sir, ordinarily, I would be sitting in my seat, you know, just waiting for you to come by with the ginger ale and the Biscoffs. Ordinarily, that's what I would be doing. Right. But Jesus said, if I don't sing my song right now, then all of our souls are in mortal danger. And so what am I to do? And then you know what? If you genuinely heard that, and you genuinely believe that, then you need to go, you need to go call the lady. You need to go find a psychiatrist. Like you legitimately need to go talk to somebody about that. But I have a feeling you didn't actually hear God tell you nothing. It wasn't actually, <laughs> it wasn't actually God saying anything. You were excited about being nominated for a Grammy, which is understandable. And I could even, I could even see like, if you had just found out on the flight saying, oh my God, I just got nominated for a Grammy. Like, the flight attendant would probably clap for you and give you your ginger ale first. Right. But you had to turn it into the Bobby Storm show. And that's what it never was. Yeah. <sighs> Wild, uncontrollable urges aren't the voice of God. Like, just because you, like, really feel like you want to do something isn't because God is telling you to. Please stop doing that. Please stop doing that. Yeah. You niggas are just... <laughs> I just know. I know he'd be like, <laughs> oh, here we go, girl. I Why am I in it? Mm. Why am I in it? So you heard that, but you didn't hear me say, feed the children? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Funny to your girl. <laughs> Interesting. Please leave God out of y'all's uh, absolute bullshit. And yeah, that's it for me. And that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website, thisistheread.com. And of course, you can find our merch over at shoptheread.com. I'm not sure if I mentioned this when it first came out or if we mentioned it when it first came out, but Apple just posted about um, the feature they did for us. And you can go find us at This Is The Read on social media to read more about that and see it. Thank you so much. Um, Apple is such an honor to still be recognized after 10 whole ass years in the game. Um, 
So, yeah, thank you. And, and thank you to all of you who tune in uh, every week. What about you? You got anything else to say before we out? Um, I agree. And thank you uh, to everyone who grabbed a ticket for the show, for my stand-up special coming next month. Mm. Um, the shows are sold out. So I really of course they that. are. Of course they are. And I'll see y'all in December. Some jokes and shit. That's it. All right, y'all. Take care of yourselves. We will see you next week. Addie. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait, a what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill? For me? That's right. The Little Pink Pill. And it's called Addy. A-D-D-Y-I. Or Flavanserin. Learn more about The Little Pink Pill at addyi.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at addy.com slash pi. Or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved Little Pink Pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. 